My friends, uh, this evening we celebrate the church around the world, Holy Thursday. And this is very different, I'm sure, than we expected. Uh, two months ago, if you'd said what's Holy Thursday going to look like, uh, we didn't expect that this would be it, uh, that this maybe feels very different. And quite possibly, um, I remember reading somewhere that this um, Holy Thursday, but all this whole Triduum, and particularly Easter, this may be the first Easter since the resurrection when there hasn't been public celebration. Um, when there hasn't been Christians gathering together publicly to proclaim the Lord's resurrection. And this evening, we um, we commemorate the beginning of this passion, that our Lord is entering into his time of passion. The entire triduum, the entire Paschal triduum is just one liturgy. It begins tonight, it continues tomorrow, and it concludes on Saturday evening. It's all one liturgy. Uh, And so it's important that we don't see Holy Thursday as just the warm-up act, right? That we don't just see it as uh, something that happened, you know, the night before the the main event. Rather, um, this is the passion. We are in the passion of our Lord. And we hear um, our Lord is totally in control through the passion. We'll see that again some more tomorrow. Our Lord is totally in control. He is allowing this to happen, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power. The Father handed everything over to the Son. Everything is in Christ's power. And even the detail that he rose from the table and he took off his outer garments is the sign that our Lord is taking off, if you will, his power and allowing himself to be subjected to the passion. But he can put it back on whenever he wants, that full power, and he does in the resurrection, which we'll celebrate in just a few short days. Um, Our Lord is totally in the driver's seat. And tonight, in this beginning now of entering into his passion, he gives us two tremendous gifts. And every year on Holy Thursday, the church commemorates and celebrates the two tremendous gifts that the Lord gives us. He gives us the sacraments of the Holy Eucharist and the Holy Priesthood. Our Lord gives us the Eucharist, his own body and blood, for us to be nourished. He is the true Paschal Lamb. He is the one who will be slain, and with his blood we are marked, And we are saved from everlasting death, not from physical death, but from everlasting death by being marked by the precious blood of our Lord. And as the Paschal Lamb had to be slain and eaten in any temple sacrifice, any victim, it wasn't enough just to sacrifice the animal. You had to consume its roasted flesh. And that was for all temple sacrifice, all animal sacrifice. Uh, And it's all the more so with our Lord, that he gives us his own body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Most Holy Eucharist. He He nourishes us. He leaves us this memorial of his sacrifice. And as we, we hear in the Mass, the very conclusion of the words of consecration, do this in memory of me. Right? He commands us, do this. He tells us that this is what we are supposed to do as his disciples. And Paul says it in his letter to the Corinthians, that this is what was handed on to us, and this is what we've been doing. 
the gift of the Holy Eucharist. Christ lays down his life at the Last Supper, giving us this great gift. Uh, This is, when we are present at Holy Mass, we are present at the one sacrifice of our Lord. The one sacrifice offered once for all. We become present at Mount Calvary. Um, This is our Lord offering his life, laying it down for us, and then that act is consummated tomorrow with his death upon the Holy Cross. He lays down his life for us. He loves us to the end. And then as well, he gives us the holy priesthood, that today is the feast of the institution of the priesthood, that our Lord gives us priests um, who will celebrate the sacraments for us, who will celebrate Mass, who will forgive us of our sins in confession, who will give us new birth through baptism, who will um, strengthen us in times of sickness through the anointing of the sick. Um, The Lord gives us the holy priesthood, uh, that there would be men set aside uh, who will minister to his people in the washing of the feet. Um, This is a, do you understand, what I've? do you realize what I've done for you? You know, the Lord can speak those words to every priest, I'm sure on the day of his ordination, and every day for the rest of his life, but particularly uh, reflecting on it on Holy Thursday. We should pray for our priests to hear these words in their own hearts. The Lord's saying, do you realize what I've done for you? The great gift of the priesthood, if we've underestimated the gift of the priesthood, and if our priests have underestimated it. The Holy Father just this evening gave a very beautiful homily. As soon as the text is available in English, uh, you should all go read it. Um, he gave such a, a moving homily about the Holy Priesthood. But do you realize what I've done for you, our Lord says to the apostles. The great gift of the priesthood. And the gift that he gives to the whole church through the priesthood. That there are still, and have been for 2,000 years and still are today, men who are willing to lay down their entire lives for our Lord Jesus. To give their entire, every minute of every day, to be totally consecrated to our Lord for the upbuilding of the holiness of the universal church. That there this still is today. That we still have priests. That we still have priests who pray for us. We still have priests who administer the sacraments for us. We still have priests who, in the words of the rite of ordination, that by a worthy way of life they instill right conduct. Right, that this is our priest, they live a consecration to our Lord, and they instill right conduct. We should thank our Lord that he's given us priests um, to imitate him, to be him for us, to actually stand in his place, with his power, in his name, and to act, to be alter Christus, to be other Christ for us. But this Holy Thursday um, is, in a way, marked with a bit of sadness. And we should lament with the entire church and ask for a swift end to this time of trial. Our Lord instituted the Eucharist so that we can receive him. And the fact that we cannot this year, that so many are separated from receiving Holy Communion this year, is heartbreaking. We, sh- we should have shed tears over this already. If we haven't already, then we, we should. This, this is devastating. 
Our Lord wants to be received by us. Like he wants it more than we do. This is devastating for the church. That we are not able to receive our Lord in Holy Communion. That we're not able to be present at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. And then our priests um, throughout the entire world. So many times not being able to minister fully. How heartbreaking is that our priests are not able to celebrate Mass um, for the people and bring them the sacraments. How many families are canceling baptisms because they're worried. And so our priests aren't able to bring children and adults this Easter season to new life. In so many places, the public, uh, publicly scheduled confessions have been suspended. So our priests aren't sitting in the confessionals and aren't there to forgive sins and aren't able to minister in that way. And then again, because of legitimate concerns, how often are priests in the world right now not able to go into hospitals and administer the sacraments to those who are passing from this life into the next? It should be heartbreaking to us that our priests are not able to fully um, do what our Lord has commanded them to do. But in the midst of this, we again turn to that line, fully aware that the Father has put everything into his power. The Father gave everything to our Lord. Our Lord's entirely in the driver's seat. While this is a devastating Holy Week for us can be, we're called now to live a real crucifixion with our Lord. We're called to die with him through this Paschal Triduum. We're called to embrace him and to maybe have a deeper understanding of some of these gifts that he gave us that we've maybe taken for granted. How much has it been that we've taken for granted being able to receive Holy Communion? We don't think about the gift it is. We just walk right on up in the communion line. Well, now, let's take his gift for granted. And how often have we not taken um, true appreciation in the gift of the Holy Priesthood and that we've um, expected less and less of our priests and that we haven't gone to confession, we haven't called for anointings, we haven't scheduled baptisms, we haven't gone to Mass. And now we need to have a deeper appreciation for our priests. And we need to pray for good and holy. And how many times maybe in our families and among our friends have we discouraged young men who have felt God's call to the priesthood? This, I believe, as a vocation director for our archdiocese, I believe that this time is like the third, um, the visit of the third ghost in Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, that we are being shown what the world looks like without priests and without sacraments. And it's a nightmare. It is a bad dream. And when we wake up from this time, and this time of trial is over, there will be time to change if we act now. Otherwise, our reality today will be the reality for the universal church in the future. We are being given a chance to appreciate this Holy Thursday and this Holy Triduum, the gifts that our Lord gives us. And so we ask him tonight to fill us with a deep love for these gifts, these two great sacraments that he institutes tonight, the Holy Eucharist and the Holy Priesthood. And that where the fire of love has grown cold in our hearts, that we tonight may be um, united and that may be rekindled and that we may fall in deeper love with the gifts that our Lord gives us, these great sacraments.
so that through them we can encounter the person of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and love him more and more every single day.